Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Joe Reinagel, Jason Minix, The Blitz on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. It is The Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Joe Reinagel has the day off. He'll be back on Monday in time to talk about Cowboys Niners. I'm Jason Minix. We'll always talk about it with you at 210-656-ESPN, 656-3776 on Twitter, X. At Jason Minix, tweet the station at SA Sports Star. Of course, you can listen to Sunday night's Cowboys Niners game right here on 941 at San Antonio Sports Star. Pre-game gets going at six. Presented by AA Best Bail Bonds, Mother's Window Tent, Woods Comfort Systems, Ewall Kubota, and the law office of Jesse Hernandez. And good news for the Dallas Cowboys as they get ready for the game on Sunday night. The projected starting offensive line all year finally is practiced together. Seems like they all might be able to go on Sunday night out in San Francisco with Tyron Smith at left tackle, Tyler Smith at left guard, Tyler Biotish at center, Zach Martin at right guard, and Terrence Steele at right tackle. Um that would be awesome for this Dallas Cowboys offense as they get ready for a game that even Mike McCarthy says is not just another regular season game. Uh, I think it's like anything. You always want to be in balance. You know, I mean, it's obviously it's an important game. You know, you understand the history. Um, and there's obviously a lot of tradition uh, with this with this with this game. So I mean, it's all part of it. Uh, you live, you live, you know, you live to play these kind of games. Uh, you dream about these kind of games. So. We don't want to make it bigger than it is, uh, but you know it's it's just not it's just you know, the reality is it's not just another game. Just not another game. Cowboys Niners. Let's let's talk about it. Larry Kruger from ninety five seven the game in at San Francisco joining us now on the Buyers Barricades guest line. You know how we're talking about it down here. What's the talk, the pregame buzz about this game up there in the Bay Area? Well, a lot of people are very excited. Um, a lot of people feel like this will be a true litmus test. For the 49ers, um, the Niners have not had the most difficult schedule to start the year. And I think there are people that nationally and locally will believe in them, you know, much more significantly if they win this game. And even more than that, if they win it impressively. Well, and, and you look at San Francisco and you, you know, you can only play who's in front of you, right? I mean, although the, the Cowboys at three and one have looked really good in three of those games and then they somehow lost to Arizona. Arizona played well last week against San Francisco, but final score was 35 16 and San Francisco has scored over 30 in every game this year. Right. And it, you know, it's, um, it's really been something to watch. We've, the last two weeks have been really different, too. I mean, two weeks ago, the Giants blitzed Brock Purdy 85% of his dropbacks, and he threw for 300 yards. This week, the Cardinals dropped guys into coverage and made him be accurate, and he completed 20 of 21. So um, it's, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what Dallas' plan is going to be defensively, but I'll tell you what, it, what does stand out 
is that the Cowboys have seven different players on their front line that have at least six pressures or more. So it's not just Micah Parsons. It's Micah, it's Lawrence, it's Osa, it's, you know, there's, there's a bunch of guys here that um, all can get the job done. So it's going to be a huge task for the nine row line to block. You know, Larry, as, as you think about the game and the pressure, and that's one of the questions, because you know Dan Quinn loves to bring the pressure, and the Cowboys have the guys to do it, and if you double or triple Micah, that's going to just be a free lane for, for somebody else that can get to the quarterback. But Brock Purdy has been so good against pressure. Why is that? Because he's exceptionally smart. He's really detailed in his preparation. He watches cut-up film extensively. And he knows where he needs to go. He's a great anticipatory thrower. Um, he processes the. It all begins, though, Jason, with his ability to process. This guy can process what he sees at the line of scrimmage because he's played a lot of football. You know, and it's crazy because people think about a rookie, but he had all those years at Iowa State. And, you know, I kind of think about like Tim Duncan coming out, spending all those years at Wake Forest, came in ready to go. And guys that are in and two years, one year in into the league they go, and they're still learning the job. I, I think Brock Purdy is ahead of the game because of that. And then, of course, Kyle Shanahan is, is just a whiz, a wizard with what he's been able to do with some of the quarterbacks that he has had. Yeah, I mean, and then, and then you mix in the, you know, I think another factor has to be mentioned here is that this summer, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk all showed up in optimal physical shape, looking like they're primed for career years. Ayuk, I think, is the guy that I would point to. That he, he's caught every ball they've thrown at him in the first month of the year. And I'm not, that's not like just a saying or hyperbole. He's literally caught every single ball. And he, um, you know, he was a guy like that in summer. I mean, he his catch radius is monstrous. He's a 5'11", six-foot player, six-one maybe player, but he plays like a six-six player because he skies for the ball in the air. He'll, you know, he'll go, he'll pick it off the turf. His catch radius is massive. Larry Kruger from 95-7 The Game in San Francisco joining us here on The Blitz. Debo Samuel, I don't want to say he's been a, a non-factor, but he's certainly been quiet. Um, he's on my fantasy team. Trust me, I, I need him to. What, what What are they doing, or or, or what, is is something going on with with Debo, or is it just the offense isn't going there because Ayuk is is done really well, and obviously McCaffrey's just been unstoppable. Well, I think you hit on it there with McCaffrey. I mean, I don't want to say they're redundant parts, but a lot of the things that that Debo can do that are unique, McCaffrey is now doing in his place. They've used McCaffrey a ton. I mean, he's almost 40% of their offensive touches are going to McCaffrey. But a lot of it has to do with the fact that Debo's just been a little dinged up. He um, landed on the ball um, and bruised his ribs in a game, and then he had a bad bone bruise on his kneecap from banging it in the first quarter on this giant sideline. And I think just because they have so many weapons, they've just gone away from him to use him as a decoy a little bit the last couple of weeks to try to freshen him up for for this game. But I would expect him to, to be firing at all cylinders Sunday night. When you think about the Sunday night game from a defensive side for San Francisco, looks like the Cowboys for the first time this year will have 
all five of their projected starting offensive linemen at the same time, which we haven't seen in a long time and certainly not yet this year. What's the key, do you think, in stopping this Dallas offense or slowing them down? Well, yeah, I mean, they're a little less explosive this year because they're throwing the ball short. They're, 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 they're a little bit more difficult to stop. I think one thing you're going to see Dallas do in this game is they're going to take CeeDee Lamb and put him in the slot and try to get him get better matchups for him. I think the key for the 49ers really is on the offensive side of the ball is to not have huge negative plays. Dallas has benefited greatly from short fields, and if the 49ers don't have that huge negative play, um, they don't turn it over keeping their own territory, which Purdy's been good at. I think that's going to be the key more than anything. Stopping Pollard is object number one, but um, obviously, you know, CeeDee Lamb's a major problem as well. What are your thoughts on Dak Prescott? I think Prescott's a good quarterback. He's athletic. I know he's had a major injury. Um, I think the offense is a little less dynamic by design this year, but I think Dak's a winner. I think he, you know, I liked him at Mississippi State. Um, he was a steal in the draft. You know, he's had some crushing injuries. But I, I like him. I, I think he needs play action. I think he needs a solid run game. You know, I don't know that he can lift up the entire organization by himself. I think he needs some help. But uh, he's got plenty of help with this defense and this O-line and these weapons. To me, it's all, it's all about can Dak play a cleaner, more mistake-free game than Brock Purdy. I think that's really one of the key factors. I think it's going to be difficult to do because Purdy's playing really clean football right now. Yeah, I know. I was I was asking earlier uh, here on my show, um, is, do you think this, this for the Cowboys to go into San Francisco and get a win, is it more on Dak or is it more on the Cowboys' defense? And quite honestly, uh, not trying to cover up for Dak, but – I think this Cowboys defense has to play at an extremely high level tackle because San Francisco's good, so good after the catch, breaking tackles and, and yak yardage. And, and you know, Purdy's so good under pressure. Can they get to him and maybe make him make a mistake, throw an interception or two? Yeah, I mean, I think it, I think what you're going to see from Dan Quinn is, you know, this is going to be the, the game within the game is going to be incredible. Dan Quinn and Kyle Shanahan know each other well from Atlanta. Kyle's going to dial up all kinds of extra wrinkles. But I also think Dan Quinn's going to have some, you know, we'll show you one look pre-snap and rotate into a different look after the snap to try to take advantage of the fact that Purdy is a good processor and likes to throw the ball in the middle of the field. I think you may see some robber uh, situations where they – you know, they, they've got a guy kind of lurking in the middle of the field, and I think they're going to try to hurry up Purdy and try to fool him into a couple of mistakes. But I think it's really about Dallas's ability to stop the run. Arizona ran for seven a carry with Connor, and um, I, I just think if the 49ers can run the ball at Dallas, I think they can dominate the time of possession and keep their, keep their defense on the sideline. And I think it, that's probably the ticket to victory for the Niners. I think Dallas has to show that they can at least slow the Niner run or they got no shot in this game. Yeah, and then stopping the run is the big part. Where's the weakness on this 49ers team? What's the biggest weakness? 
Well, one weakness is that Colton McKivitz has struggled in pass protection, and now he gets Micah Parsons, most likely. Um, another weakness sometimes can be, you know, um, if Kyle Shanahan will call seven-step drops against a high-pressure team like Dallas, that could be a real problem. Uh, the right side of the fourth center offensive line is still coming together. There's some young players. There's some inexperience there. Um, and then I would say the 49ers have some depth issue at corner. Um, and if you go to four wides or try to you know make them play their backup corners, to me the, the real weakness of the Niners is the backup corners and the backup defensive ends. They don't put a lot of rush. It's Bosa and Drake Jackson up front, but then it's Terry Hyder um, and, and, and Cleveland Farrell behind those guys, and their backup DNs are not getting pressures. Larry Kruger, 95-7 the game in San Francisco. We started the conversation by saying, you know, from the San Francisco perspective, a a true test after Pittsburgh, the Rams, the Giants, and the Cardinals. Uh, and again, that's the schedule, the way it's laid out. San Francisco ending Dallas's last two seasons in the playoffs. And I've said a couple times, I mean, I'll trade a January win over San Francisco and as opposed to an October win. But this game, at least here, has a playoff feel to it. Are you getting that sense up there when you're in the locker room talking to the 49er players? Absolutely. They know this is a big one. They know they, they want to send a message. You know, um, it's, it's national TV. They want to send a message. I think they, they feel like they can run on Dallas, and Dallas can't run on them. Um, there's a lot of confidence. I mean, there's a, the Niners feel like they match up well with Dallas, and um, they're, they're confident. Um, we'll see if they're overconfident Sunday night. Is it, I just appreciate Mike McCarthy saying this week, we know it's not just another game. Because you know how coaches are, players, you get some of the cliche, it's just another one on the schedule, it doesn't make or break, and, you know, but, but yeah, this one does have a different feel. I'm glad to hear it's that way there in San Francisco as well. Yeah, well, they know. I mean, you know, the NFC is, is Niners, Cowboys, Eagles, in whatever order you want to cut them. Um, but that's it. Maybe Detroit. Um, I think everybody need not apply. So, you know, I mean, it's just they know this is you know Dallas is one of the big boys. The key for the 49ers is really they got to run the ball and they got to stay within arm's distance um, on the scoreboard and they got to stay ahead of the chains. Dallas is a bully team. They're a dominant team on third down. And if you if you get the third and short and you convert all day and dominate the time of possession, you beat them. And if you get the third and long and they're pinning their ears back and hunting quarterbacks, they beat you. So um, to me, it's all about what what do they what do the Niners get done on first and second down? Can they avoid huge negative plays? Can they run it on Dallas? That's the question. Larry Kruger, 95-7 the game in San Francisco. Always appreciate the time. Enjoy the game on Sunday night. Yeah, exactly. Appreciate it. Larry Kruger from 95-7 the game in San Francisco.